Hi, my name is Jason Weisler. I'm a plastic surgery chief resident at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. And today I'll talk to you about an article that we published in the Aesthetic Surgery Journal entitled Efficacy of Tranexamic Acid in Reducing Seroma and Hematoma Formation Following Reduction Mammoplasty. On behalf of my co-authors at the Mayo Clinic, I'd like to thank the Aesthetic Surgery Society and the Aesthetic Surgery Journal for the opportunity to share our work through the ASJ podcast. Abstract. Background. Tranexamic acid, or TXA, has gained increasing recognition as a valuable pharmacologic agent within plastic surgery. Objectives. The aim of the study was to investigate the value and safety profile of both intravenous and topically administered TXA in the setting of bilateral reduction mammoplasty. Methods. A retrospective review was performed to identify consecutive patients who underwent bilateral reduction mammoplasty for symptomatic macromastia between January 2016 and July of 2021. Pertinent preoperative, intraoperative, and postoperative details were collected and reviewed. Primary outcome measures included hematoma, requiring surgical evacuation and clinically significant or symptomatic seroma formation mandating percutaneous aspiration. Patients taking anticoagulation or antiplatelet medication, as well as those with a history of thromboembolic diseases, were excluded. Patients who had received TXA were compared to a historical control group who had not received TXA within the same consecutive cohort. Results. A total of 385 consecutive patients accounting for 770 breasts were included. TXA was used in 514, or 66.8% of cases, of which topical was used in 318 patients, accounting for almost 62%. Intravenous, accounting for 170 patients, um, accounting for a third of patients, and IV plus topical, accounting for 26 patients, or 5%. Neither seroma nor hematoma were impacted or reduced uh, with TXA with a p-value of greater than 0.05. Increased age, the hazards ratio 1.06 per one year increase, 95% confidence interval, significantly increased the risk of hematoma with a p-value of 0.032. The use of drains significantly decreased the risk of seroma with a p-value of less than 0.0001. Increased BMI increased the risk of seroma Uh, with a hazard ratio 1.16 per 1 kilogram per meter squared increased with a confidence interval 95%, p-value of 0.0013. The use of TXA did not impact drain duration. Conclusions. This study, the largest to date on the use of IV and topical TXA, did not find any reduction in risk when using TXA in breast reduction surgery. Introduction. Reduction mammoplasty remains one of the most common surgical procedures in the United States with nearly 97,000 breast reductions performed by the Aesthetic Society members in 2020. Overly heavy or tonic breasts are burdensome for adolescent and adult women and often create functional, aesthetic, and psychosocial problems, all of which have been demonstrated to improve following breast reduction surgery. Although the literature is replete with various breast reduction techniques, Based on a multitude of pedicles and skin resection patterns, the goal of the operation is volume reduction and relocation of phototic nipple, while also creating an aesthetically pleasing shape with preservation of sensation and function when feasible. Reduction mammoplasty has repeatedly been demonstrated to significantly improve symptoms of macromastia as well as the physical and psychosocial well-being of adolescent and adult patients based on validated patient-reported outcome metrics through the BreastQue tool. Although complications following this procedure certainly exist, most postoperative complications following breast reduction are minor and often do not outweigh the potential benefits of symptomatic relief 
improve aesthetic appearance, and health-related quality of life. Given the elective nature of reduction in mammoplasty, minimization of adverse events such as hematoma and seroma remain paramount. Although the rates of these complications are low, they carry both acute and potentially long-term consequences on the outcome of the appearance of the breast and patient satisfaction alike. In a study of 238 patients undergoing breast reduction, Freed and coworkers reported that the presence of any complication, including hematoma and wound healing issues, was an independent predictor of lesser improvement in patient satisfaction through breast Q data, although this was not replicated in a smaller scale study by Dean and coworkers. Although the risk of postoperative bleeding and seroma are inherent to all surgical procedures, reoperation for a hematoma evacuation, in-clinic seroma aspirations, and prolonged need for drains when placed contribute to negative patient experiences. To mitigate the development of postoperative seroma, some surgeons rely upon closed section drains to reduce the likelihood of fluid collections. However, multiple studies have demonstrated that the use of drains has led to no difference in hematoma rates or wound healing complications, greater patient discomfort, and higher cost. Additionally, various pharmacologic adjuncts such as diluted epinephrine infiltration and fibrin sealants have been used as a means of further combating bleeding risk and postoperative seromas respectively. Of the available agents, the antifibrinolytic medication, tranexamic acid or TXA, has increasingly gained recognition in plastic surgery as a safe and effective adjunct capable of min minimizing blood loss, transfusion requirements, seroma formation, ecchymosis, and edema in procedures such as cranial vault reconstruction, facial aesthetics, breast reconstruction, and body contouring procedures. Despite its beneficial antifibrinolytic properties, cost effectiveness, and proven efficacy and safety, there are limited large-scale data on the use of TXA in reduction mammoplasties. With an evolving and more comprehensive understanding of the role of TXA in plastic surgery, further contributions to the expanding body of literature are imperative. In this study, we aim to investigate the value and safety profile of both intravenous and topically administered TXA in the setting of bilateral reduction mammoplasty. Methods. Study design and patient selection. Following approval by our IRB as a minimal risk study, a retrospective electronic chart review was performed to identify consecutive patients who underwent bilateral reduction mammoplasty for symptomatic macromastia at our institution between January 2016 and July of 2021. Unilateral cases, oncoplastic reductions, and reductions utilizing pedicle techniques other than superior medial and inferior pedicles were excluded from this study. Demographics including age and BMI at the time of surgery, preoperative breastosis grade and comorbidities including history of smoking within six months of surgery, hypertension and diabetes were collected. The following surgical details were captured. The intraoperative use of TXA, whether topical, intravenous, or both. Intraoperative placement of drains, duration of drains if placed, resection weight and pedicle technique, supermenial or inferior pedicles. <clears throat> Postoperative complications were also reviewed. Our primary outcome measures or primary complications included hematoma requiring surgical evacuation and clinically significant seroma, which was defined as development of symptoms as palpable fluid in the breast, increased pain, increase in the size of the breast, all mandating percutaneous aspiration. All postoperative photographs of patients who developed seromas were also reviewed to confirm an increase in the size of the breast. Development of surgical site infections and wound healing complications, defined as wound dehiscence and nipple areolar complex ischemia, were also captured and accounted for in the secondary complications. Patients actively taking antiplatelet or anticoagulation medications were excluded. Further patients 
with a history of coagulopathy, thromboembolic events such as DVT or PE, adverse reactions to TXA or bleeding diatheses were also excluded. Patients who had received TXA were compared to a historical control group who did not receive TXA within the same consecutive cohort. Surgical technique. In all cases, pedicle selection, either superior medial or inferior pedicle, <clears throat> was based on surgeon preference and individualized to the patient. All cases were performed with a wise pattern for skin resection. Dilute epinephrine infiltration for hemostasis was not used in any patients. The integration of TXA into our group's clinical practice began in 2015 for patients undergoing first-stage implant-based reconstruction. Based on the promising results in this patient cohort, its use was expanded to breast reductions in June of 2018. The use of IV TXA, topical TXA, or both is up to surgeon discretion, and TXA is now used consistently for all reduction mammoplasties. For patients who received IV TXA, a total of one gram was delivered intravenously at the start of closure. Patients who were administered topical TXA received a total of three grams of TXA and 75 cc's of normal saline. This was delivered to both breasts via a spray applicator tip directly onto the breast parenchyma or tissue <clears throat> prior to closure, as well as retrograde through the drain following incision closure. For patients who received both IV and topical TXA, this was based solely on the practice change of the senior author MDN in January of 2020 and was not given for any intraoperative findings such as increased bleeding. Closed suction drain placement was also based on surgeon preference. If used, the drains were placed to bulb suction approximately an hour after closure to prevent evacuation of the instilled TXA. All drains were maintained until the output volume was less than 30 cc's for two consecutive days, at which time drains were removed in clinic. Patients were maintained in a surgical compression bra for at least one month postoperatively and were evaluated in clinic within two weeks postoperatively with subsequent postoperative clinical visits. Statistical analysis. Descriptive statistics, including medians, percentages, and ranges, were used to present the data. Patient and clinical characteristics amongst the TXA and non-TXA cohorts were compared by log logistic regression, univariate time-to-event analyses using Cox proportional hazards models were performed to identify risk factors <coughs> excuse me, or protective factors for seroma and hematoma. Time to event was defined as the time from the date of surgery until the date of the first occurrence of the postoperative complication. Patients who did not have any postoperative complications were censored at their last plastic surgery examination because there was no time to event, i.e. no postoperative complication. All the analyses were performed using uh, JMP statistical software, version 14, SAS Institute, an alpha error of 0.05 was used and values of P less than 0.05 were considered statistically significant. A sample size calculation was performed prior to performing the study. <clears throat> it was determined that at least 710 breast reductions were required to be included to achieve a power of 0.90 assuming the ratio of 2 to 1 between the number of breasts in the TXA group versus no TXA group, and assuming a two-sided significance level of 5%. Results. A total of 385 consecutive women accounting for 770 breasts were included in the study. The mean or standard deviation age and BMI at the time of the procedure were 
9, sorry, excuse me, 41.9 or 16.7 standard deviation years and 31 or 5.3 kilograms per meter squared respectively. The age range was 14 to 81 years. The inferior pedicle was used in 426 for 55.3% of breasts, whereas superior medial pedicle was used in 344 breasts, accounting for 44.7%. Concomitant liposuction of the lateral chest wall was performed in 106 cases, or 13.8%, <clears throat> and did not impact the risk of seroma with the p-value of being equal to 0.38, or hematoma p-value of 0.99 before and after stratifying by pedicle type. TXA was used intraoperatively in 514 cases, accounting for 66.8% of these. TXA was applied topically in 318 cases, accounting for almost 62% of cases. IV in 170, or a third of cases, and both IV and topically in 26 cases, or 5.1%. The mean resection weight per breast was 712.1 grams. Demographics and clinical characteristics were summarized in Table 1. <clears throat> the rate of overall primary complications was 2.9%. Seroma, N equals 15, or 2%. Hematoma, N equals 7, or 0.9%. There were 17 surgical site infections, accounting for 2%, and 7 nipple complex issues, accounting for 0.9%. Four delayed wound healing and three partially ischemic nipple complexes requiring delayed NSAID. Wound dehiscence occurred in 148 cases, accounting for 19%, <clears throat> of which only one required primary closure under local anesthesia. No complications associated with the administration of TXA were observed, including thromboembolic events or seizures. Complications are summarized in Table 2. With regards... To the risk of hematoma, univariate time-to-event analyses demonstrated that an increase in age <clears throat> hazards ratio 1.06 per one-year increase, the 95% confidence interval, p-value equals 0.032, significantly increased the risk of developing a hematoma. There was no other significant association between the variables and hematoma formation. Notably, the use of TXA did not impact or reduce the risk of hematoma, regardless of drain placement. Resection weight and ptosis grades also do not significantly impact the risk of hematoma with p-values 0.24 and 0.99, respectively. Univariate analysis for the hematoma data is summarized in Table 3. We also stratified the data by pedicle type, and an increase in BMI was found to be an independent risk factor for hematoma in patients who underwent superior medial technique with a p-value of 0.0011. For inferior pedicle, Breast reductions and increase in age was significantly associated with increased risk of hematoma with a p-value of 0.025, hazard ratio 1.07 per one-year increase with a 95% confidence interval. <clears throat> the use of TXA did not impact nor reduce seroma occurrence. Topical p-value equals 0.34, IV p-value equals 0.17, or both IV and topical p-value of 0.99. Not surprisingly, patients who had closed suction drains placed had no seromas, whereas 15 patients who did not have drains placed developed a clinically significant seroma, all of whom underwent percutaneous aspiration. Univariate analysis demonstrated that the use of closed suction drains 
significantly decreased the risk of seroma with a p-value of less than 0.0001, and an increase in BMI significantly increased the risk of seroma as well with a p-value of 0.0013. The results of the univariate analysis for seroma risk are summarized in Table 4. Discussion. First introduced 60 years ago as a treatment for gynecologic bleeding and hereditary bleeding disorders, the use of TXA has increasingly been incorporated into various surgical subspecialties. TXA is a synthetic derivative of lysine that inhibits the conversion of plasminogen to plasmin, thus preventing the degradation of fibrin clots by plasmin. Furthermore, TXA blocks plasmin-induced platelet activation, thereby preserving platelets for clot formation, and has also been demonstrated to exert anti-inflammatory effects through its ability to block plasmin activation. Its clinical application has been thoroughly investigated in the fields of cardiac, orthopedic, gynecologic, oncologic breast, and trauma surgery with well-documented efficacy and randomized controlled trials. Yet there remains no standard of care with regards to dose and route of administration because it can be administered IV, topically, or orally. More recently, the unique and beneficial pharmacologic properties of TXA have fostered a paradigm change in the clinical practice of plastic surgeons who perform cranium maxillofacial procedures, aesthetic surgery, and breast reconstruction. The unique properties of TXA and its ability to reduce bleeding, transfusion requirement, postoperative ecchymosis and edema, as well as drain duration, all contribute to making TXA an incredibly valuable adjunct in plastic surgery. And in hundreds of publications, TXA has proven to be an effective, safe, and economic pharmacologic medication. Interestingly, in the last several years, the number of publications on its use within plastic surgery has doubled, and TXA seems likely con to continue to gain increasing attention as more scientific evidence materializes. Collectively, the studies published on TXA in the, in the plastic surgery literature overwhelmingly endorse its use, underscoring a unique opportunity for plastic surgeons to mitigate the effects of perioperative bleeding and seroma, while minimizing bruising, swelling, and drain duration for a breadth of procedures. As surgical outcomes and quality of life metrics come under even closer scrutiny, surgeons have become increasingly more vigilant with regards to recognizing the sequela of perioperative complications such as hematoma and seroma following elective breast surgery. Reduction mammoplasty has consistently been demonstrated to significantly improve breast-related symptoms, as well as the physical and psychosocial well-being of adolescent and adult patients alike. Although potential complications exist, and most are minor, the presence of any complications following breast reduction has been demonstrated to be an independent predictor of lower patient satisfaction based on validated breast cue metrics. Thus, attention should be directed to focusing on ways in which surgeons can help mitigate the risk of complications, which may require additional interventions such as seroma or hematoma formation. To expand the scope of TXA's use and to contribute to the growing body of evidence, we investigated the use of several modalities of TXA administration within a breast reduction cohort. Although the ideal delivery modality remains unknown, we hypothesized that the use of TXA could improve clinical outcomes in breast reductions by reducing postoperative hematomas and or seromas. With regards to mitigation of, of hematoma risk following breast reduction, Beyond obtaining meticulous hemostasis, pharmacologic adjuncts have also been used to address anticipated blood loss and possibly curtail the potentially harmful downstream effects of transfusions or hematoma-related complications. For instance, in 2012, Skillman and coworkers published a meta-analysis reviewing 965 patients and demonstrated that the preoperative use of epinephrine infiltration into the breast significantly reduced operative blood loss and transfusion requirement during breast reduction independent of the concentration of epinephrine 
tissue resection volume and surgical technique. Furthermore, the use of TXA in liposuction reduction myeloplasty has also been investigated. <clears throat> in a recent publication, Aboud et al. randomly assigned patients to have one breast infiltrated with TXA, uh, 0.5 grams per 5 ml, and epinephrine, and one breast injected with epinephrine alone without TXA. All 36 patients were also administered IV TXA, and power-assisted liposuction myeloplasty was performed. The ratio of decanted volume of, of blood to total lipoaspirated volume was analyzed, and the authors subjectively reviewed postoperative photographs to determine the degree of ecchymosis. Although this study has many limitations, the TXA group exhibited less ecchymosis, but there was no difference in objective measures of blood loss, such as postoperative hematocrit. Only one other study has reported data on the use of topically administered TXA in reduction mammoplasty. Plem and co-workers randomly assigned 28 consecutive patients undergoing reduction mammoplasty to receive topical TXA, 20 milliliters of 25 milligrams per mil, or 500 milligrams on one breast, and placebo on the other to serve as an internal control. Prior to closure, the authors, quote, smeared, end quote, the solution onto the wound surfaces and assessed drain volume only in the first 24 hours postoperatively. The authors of the study reported that drain production was 42% lower in breast treated with TXA when compared with breast treated with placebo after adjusting for resection weight differences for the first postoperative day. It must be noted that this study also has several weaknesses, including confounding from the use of local infiltrated epinephrine on both breasts, failure to monitor fluid production beyond the first postoperative day, and neglecting the potential impact, albeit low, of systemic absorption from the topically administered TXA on the control side. Another potential complication following reduction mammoplasty is seroma formation. Although seromas are a common complication in breast surgery, in general, the exact incidence following breast reduction is unclear, yet likely ranges between 1% and 3%. Although seromas often resolve with a couple of days to weeks, patients may be subjected to multiple office visits, increased costs associated with diagnostic imaging, and percutaneous aspirations. In an effort to reduce the likelihood of seroma formation following reduction mammoplasty, one way in which surgeons have attempted to reduce this risk has been placement of closed suction drains despite evidence to suggest that the use of postoperative drains has led to no difference in hematoma rates, no difference in wound healing complications, greater patient discomfort, higher costs, and a longer hospital stay. In a 2012 article published by the Aesthetic Society Health Policy Committee and a 2013 maintenance of certification Continuing Medical um, Education publication by Slezak and co-workers, the authors concluded based on a collective body of literature and level two evidence that the use of drains has not beneficial regardless of pedicle type. However, if liposuction is used as an adjunctive technique, the decision to use drains should be left to the surgeon's discretion per those reports. These reports also suggest that drain use may also increase postoperative physical discomfort and breast pain. The 2013 MOC CME article also references a publication by Nagan et al., which suggests that women older than 50 years or with more than 500 grams of resected weight per breast had greater total drainage compared to those who were younger and had lower resection weights. However, the findings of this paper must be interpreted carefully because volume of drainage rather than adverse events was the key outcome. Given the evidence suggesting that drains are unnecessary following reduction mammoplasty, researchers have sought to discover alternative pharmacologic adjuncts to help reduce seroma formation. One such approach to combat seroma formation has been the use of fibrin sealants, which are tissue adhesives comprised of fibrinogen and thrombin. 
In a recent publication, Houston and coworkers sought to determine the efficacy of, of various fibrin sealants in seroma prevention and reduction mammoplasty. The authors concluded that there was no difference in the rate of seroma formation with the use of fibrin sealants, and when used without surgical drains, may actually increase the rate of seromas. To our knowledge, there are no published data on the efficacy of TXA in mitigating seroma risk following reduction mammoplasty. Thus, in this study, we expanded upon previously published work by our institution on the use of TXA in breast reconstruction. In a completed study by our group and unpublished data, we studied the use of topically delivered TXA among over 300 patients undergoing implant-based breast reconstruction. We found that patients who had received topical TXA were significantly less likely to develop postoperative seromas than patients who did not, and also found that patients who had received topical TXA also had their surgical drains removed significantly all earlier. Based on the results, we anticipated that we would similarly be able to demonstrate a reduction in seroma risk. However, the use of TXA, regardless of, ad of administrative modality, IV, topical, or both, did not impact or reduce seroma risk following breast reduction. Moreover, our conclusion that the use of TXA also does not reduce the, the, re reduce the risk of hematoma following breast reduction is also dissimilar from our previous publication on the use of IV TXA in implant-based reconstruction, in which we demonstrated that IV TXA significantly reduces the incidence of postoperative hematoma for patients undergoing immediate alloplastic implant-based reconstruction following mastectomy, while after controlling for age, hypertension, and implant plane, prepectoral versus subpectoral. From our findings in this study, we anticipated that there would be some level of risk reduction based on previously published literature from our institution, albeit for a different patient cohort, as well as our anecdotal observation that we were experiencing less bleeding and seroma events. Research on seromas in breast reconstruction patients reveals the unique pathophysiologic insults which have been implicated in the development of seromas following IBR some of which could be extrapolated to the breast reduction population, including the large irregular dead space following mastectomy, chest wall movement, and the possibility of lymphatic disruption. Given the presence of an implant with acellular dermal matrix, primary prevention of seroma in this cohort has traditionally relied on closed suction drains. Whereas in breast reduction patients, the use of drains has previously not been demonstrated to be effective in reducing seroma formation. An in-depth discussion of the pharmacologic nuances and dosing considerations is beyond the scope of this discussion, but it's important nevertheless to recognize that TXA has been safely utilized across a wide range of dosages and delivery modalities, although there have been no studies comparing effectiveness between the various administrative modalities. Despite the promising clinical impact in plastic surgery, universal acceptance and widespread utilization has yet to occur perhaps in part because of unfamiliarity and misconceptions regarding its efficacy of or concern over perceived untoward side effects, such as thromboembolic events or seizures. To address common misconceptions of the safety profile of TXA, Haynes et al. published results of a level two evidence meta-analysis analyzing 57 randomized control trials, including nearly 5,700 patients, in which IVTXA was given across various surgical specialties. The authors concluded that a single prophylactic preoperative dose of TXA should be considered to reduce operative blood loss and avoid adverse outcomes associated with red blood cell transfusion, although these guidelines may not be applicable to all procedures within plastic surgery. With regards to safety and dosing, to date there is no standardization with reports dosing ranging between 10 mg per kg or less to 100 mg per kg in both children and adults. Although there is no standard dose, 
Research looking into the pharmac pharmacokinetics of TXA has demonstrated less systemic absorption of topical TXA when compared to the IV route, likely because of its local effects. Research by Austin et al. further investigated the safety profile of topical TXA and abdominoplasties given the perception that a drug such as TXA, which prevents bleeding, may also promote thrombosis, despite existing evidence contradicting these misconceptions across various surgical subspecialties, including lower extremity and breast-free flap procedures. Alison et al. highlighted common concerns regarding potential systemic adverse effects, such as thromboembolic events and seizures, and performed pharmacokinetic studies of TXA. They demonstrated that topical administration of TXA in patients undergoing abdominoplasty resulted in low serum concentrations, which are, likely, which are highly unlikely to cause systemic effects. They further examined the absorption of TXA by comparing the application technique of topical TXA through both topical moistening of the wound bed and topical bolus administration while instilling TXA retrograde through the drains. The authors concluded that although both administration techniques are safe, topical moistening resulted in more homogeneous and predictable absorption, whereas topical bolus administration through the drains caused variable and unpredictable serum concentrations. To date, the optimal dose and delivery modality remains under scientific investigation. Moreover, aside from unfamiliarity with the medication's efficacy and favorable safety profile, lack of integration into clinical practice may also be attributable to the perception of unnecessary added cost, despite TXA's acceptable cost profile. Although a formal cost analysis was not performed for this present study, at our institution, the total cost for the three grams of TXA including the normal saline is approximately $25, whereas one gram of IV TXA costs approximately $14. Although this is the largest study to date comparing consecutive breast reduction patients who received TXA, there are certain recognizable limitations. The retrospective single institution design comes with an inherent potential for selection bias. However, despite the benefits of TXA in several plastic surgery procedures, this study is the largest to report its use in patients undergoing breast reduction surgery. Although a power analysis was calculated, the low rate of seroma and hematoma did not allow for performing multivariable analyses to identify potential confounders or effect modifiers. No thromboembolic events secondary to the administration of TXA were observed, but to investigate thromboembolic risk more scientifically, further large, larger-scale prospective randomized studies with standardized methods of drug administration and dosages are warranted. Despite having an adequately powered study to further elucidate our understanding of the clinical role of TXA in breast reduction surgery, prospective randomized placebo-controlled trials are imperative to delineate the ideal modality of administration and dose. Lastly, although we did not investigate whether the use of TXA mitigates postoperative ecchymosis following reduction in mammoplasty, in future work we plan to study the effects of TXA administration on breast reduction patients because previous work by Myself demonstrated that infiltration of TXA significantly reduces donor site ecchymosis following procedures such as liposuction. Conclusions. As the role of TXA in plastic surgery continues to evolve, there remains a recognizable gap in the literature regarding its impact in reduction mammoplasty. Although prior publications support the use of TXA as an adjunct for reducing hematoma risk and seroma and other plastic surgery procedures, we did not find any reduction in risk when TXA was used in breast reduction surgery. Moving forward, we hypothesize that TXA administration amongst reduction mammoplasty patients could play a role in mitigating postoperative bruising and swelling. Future work through a randomized control study will help to elucidate the impact of this medication more clearly amongst these patients. The authors 
declared no potential conflicts of interest with respect to this research, authorship, and publication of this article, and the authors received no financial support for their research, authorship, and publication of this article. Again, my name is Jason Weisler, and I'd like to thank the Aesthetic Society and Aesthetic Surgery Journal for the opportunity to share our work through the ASJ podcast.